Hey, my boss. Today I want to talk about how to relieve holiday stress. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna Shergunina is here. Today, I want to talk about financial stress over the holiday season and how to cope with it. So let's begin this discussion by understanding that stress is a state. It's a mental or emotional state, which we actually inflict upon ourselves. When there is a lot of activity going on, gift buying process, family communication, I know family visits are different this year, entertaining, cooking, cleaning, family activities, and we start to kind of lose control of what's going on. We often blame other people, right, or external events for the stress that we're experiencing. Now, we know that holidays come and go every year, but what we can do differently this year and how we respond and react to it is going to change the whole outcome of this holiday season. Not to say that 2020 hasn't added an extra layer of stress to all of us. So let's do this. Let's first solidify in our minds what is it important to you personally and to your family about this holiday. Like really get clear what is it that's important and where are you going to put and focus your attention on. So is, is spending a ton of money and buying gifts, is this like the traditional thing you do? That's fine. If that's what you are used to, if that's what you're enjoying the most, then do it, right? And I hope you've saved enough money for it. Um, it plans your expenses, so do it, right? Figure out if you haven't and you still need to figure out things on your list. There's two more weeks left. Figure out how you're going to either reduce your expenses or um, make a few extra dollars, right, to cover all of these costs. If you want to focus on the gifts that provide opportunity to spend quality time, create memories and experiences, because I think this year is really more focused on that, right? Because of the additional stress. Then listen to the previous episode I recorded on budget-friendly gifts. Um, I think it's at episode number 30. Now, if your finances don't allow you for like a crazy spending this year, for whatever reasons, then don't do it and don't feel guilty about it. I've talked about the creative ideas for gifts that don't require a lot of money. You can also spend some time, right, looking around uh, these ideas on the internet. But I also have another episode that I recorded called Holiday Gift Ideas, Non-Monetary Gifts, episode number 31. So check out these two episodes to kind of get your thinking process going. Because spending money on gifts is not what makes this holiday as memorable as as you can make it, right? And remember, you should only worry about what you can control. I want to share with you a couple best practices that are I found to be helpful 
to smooth out this anxious feeling of stress, especially around holidays. Remember in our earlier conversation, we agreed that first we're going to decide as a family, as individuals, and really solidify this thought in our mind about what is important to us about this holiday. So I want you to give give it a little thought and kind of think, okay, family time is important to me. Buying gifts and spending a certain amount of money is important to me. Not buying gifts, spending more time with my kids is important. Whatever it is, like decide on that. Next, I'm going to give you two kind of um, um, activities that you can incorporate into your everyday life. So number one, you're going to prioritize. What activities or things you're going to be working on? How you, when you're going to do your shopping, cooking? What is work going to look like? For example, I'm taking time off um, the week between Christmas and New Year's. Well, mainly just because I want to spend it with Liam and Yuri. But second, like I think primary reason <laughs> is because the daycare is closed. Um, and then also it's just uh, something we do at Main Street. So I think a lot of, a lot of, the, of those reasons really prompted me to think, okay, how do I work and get everything done before the, the, the holiday vacation begins, more like staycation. What personal activities are you going to exercise? Are you going to do your workouts? And then family time. So prioritizing, even putting it on a calendar, right? And I'm convinced, I'm like really convinced that creating your do- daily to-dos is going to help you stay focused and really be on your targets. So I may, I've created for the next uh, three weeks. Uh, it's actually interesting too because um, there's the, you know, the holidays, so Christmas and New Year's, and then Liam's birthday is on January 3rd. So I feel like we're almost extending all of these festivities in my family into, into the next year as well. So like I've got to map this out. Like I have to get my um, thing going with ordering a cake for him and things like that. So it is definitely worthy of prioritizing and planning this out. Number two, you're going to measure your progress. Like if you don't have this all mapped out, how are you going to know that you're staying on top of it? And it might say, sound a little crazy, you know, like, okay, come on, Anna, what is this? We're talking about holidays. It's the best and happiest time of the year. And we just want to, like, forget about 2020, erase it from our lives, and, like, start cl- uh, clean and fresh. And you're, like, putting such a, you know, rigid structure around this. Um, I think I think it's going to help you a lot, my friends, because you're going to have a plan, even though you may not stick to this plan or this outline, um, but at least you're going to feel like you're in control. And that's really what gives you the most satisfying feeling, the most in control feeling, which is the opposite of feeling anxious and stressful. And then I think lastly, it would be cool if you measured like your progress. If you're keeping track of your activities, you track them on your calendar, cross them off. And, you know, a lot of, I've seen a lot of uh, posts um, online with people doing, um, you know, 25 days of Christmas. So something like that, make it fun and, and entertaining and easy uh, for everyone. Of course, I want you to track your expenses. Now, you don't have to create a crazy budget for any of this. You don't have to create a budget at all. If you use tools like mint.com or personal capital, it is easy. It's already working for you. So what are the passive ways you can keep yourself in line, right? And then finally, give yourself a break, okay? I'm not too serious here about any of this stuff. I'm just trying to share ideas um, and see what really works. But we only get it once a year. And yes, this year sucked big times. It's not what we all planned. But we can stay focused and we can feel 
that control feeling that we all want, which is going to erase all of the stress that you are all experiencing. So just think about this. 2020 will be over before we know it. But what you can really create for yourself are these memories of where, of where you were in charge of what you were doing, thoughts you were having, and the kind of holiday season you were creating for yourself. So I wish you a very happy, less stress or stress-free holiday season. And I know that 2020, 2021 um, is going to be the best year to come. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. And remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.